G'day guys. Welcome to the Magpie Season General Discussion. We've called an emergency meeting. Um, I'm sure a lot of you would know why. Hopefully everyone can hear me all right. Um, if not, just let me know. But we've had to call an emergency Collingwood discussion. I mean, I was going to come on and speak about the trade period, but Mark Corder has just announced that he's stepping down. Um, I, I'm sorry. I literally had to run around. I was in the middle of a uni meeting before this. Um, and then, you know, I was just going to jump straight on. And then I saw this information. I was like, you know, I've got to make myself a coffee and get on here because this is massive news, massive, massive, massive news. And we will cover it all. Absolutely. We're going to be going through it. Um, let me share my screen real quick, get this article up and we'll quickly go through it before I get some of you guys on. Um, give me a sec. All right, here we go. Screen number two or window. I think this works better. There we go. All right. Let's see. Let's have a look. Exclusive. Collingwood President Mark Corder steps down after a rocky start since replacing Eddie Maguire. All right. Here we go. Um, Collingwood President Mark Corder has fallen on his sword. Foxfooty.com.au can reveal that he has stepped down and the Magpies will announce it. I actually haven't read this, by the way. I'm going through it the first time with you guys. G'day to everyone that's in the chat. Good to see you all. Sorry that I'm a couple of minutes late. Um, I was running around doing some stuff, but he's revealed that he will step down. It will be announced as soon as Thursday morning. So tomorrow morning, um, will, will that mean that there's a press conference tomorrow morning? Uh, will it just be an announcement? Who knows? I mean, Corder is a silent, uh, silent assassin. I guess you could call him. He's a quiet guy. He's not someone that I could, could see coming out and doing a press conference like the Eddie one. He's only, he hasn't really been there long. So, um, just double checking as well, guys. Can everyone hear me? All right. Is everything okay audio-wise? You guys can hear me okay? Just let me know if it's if anything's off. Um, all right, be announced as soon as tomorrow morning. It's understood. Quarter informed fellow board members of his decision on Wednesday. Um, Quarter's tenure since he took over from Eddie Maguire has been a rocky one. The challenge from Jeff Brown, who is now inside the running to take over, has been persistent and over time has gained support from within the Magpies board. Interesting. Interesting. Um, when the new president takes over, it will be the club's third president in the calendar year since Maguire resigned in early February. Corder had initially planned to step down at the end of his 12-month term, but the decision has been hastened to avoid a public spat at the AGM on December 16th. So clearly, um, he knew he was going to cop it in December. He knew he was going to be in a little bit of trouble um, if he showed up to that AGM as president. So he's, he's taken that decision. The board have come to a decision to let him go. On October the 15th, the club will call for nominations and there'll be an election to select the new board. Then the new board will appoint the new president. It's understood quarter was not pushed by fellow directors and this was his own personal decision. Okay, well, you know, that's probably a PR stunt. Brown, a close friend of Maguire and former TV executive, has been planning to challenge and spill the Magpies board for several months. Foxfooty.com.au revealed in September that Corder had lost support from some directors despite the club maintaining the board was unified at all times. Well, obviously, they're going to do that as well. Publicity, let's be real. My role as president has been to see Collingwood settle, blah, 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 blah. Okay, relatively new board in place. Um, they speak about the Bridie O'Donnell situation, you know, how they mucked that up a little bit. And I think that's it. That's it. Who wrote this? Tom Morris. Okay, so you know it's a reliable source. Um, I don't mind Tom Morris. He's not too bad. 
Caddy, what's going on, mate? Good to see you. Um, this is massive news. Massive, massive, massive news. I, I'm really surprised. I wasn't expecting this. Mate, mate, well, definitely not this soon. Um, we'll get some of you guys in to speak about your thoughts. Good to see people in here. Obviously, Smitty's here. Um, Sean's here. Tom Morris is here. Who takes over, you reckon? I think... Well, you, the guys that know me know my thoughts. I'd love to see Paul Curia take over. I don't, I don't know if he will. I'm not sure if he will. Um, I'd love to see that happen. I wouldn't mind um, Peter Murphy, as Carlson's brought up as the interim. Um, I think the AGM, based on what I've just read, though, is being brought forward. Um, but I, I don't know how it's going to work. Good to see Caddy. I'd love to see Licker. Licker would be amazing. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad he's gone. Um, I don't think he was the guy. I don't think he was the man. Um, it's 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 not the end of the world, okay? Um, obviously, it's our third president in the calendar year, which is a bit sus. But... In saying that, he was going to go eventually anyway. If it wasn't this year, then it would have been next year. Um, so, you know what? Might as well get him out now. That's what I say. I, I say the same thing about Bucks. Um, you know, we got rid of him halfway through the year. Why not get him? Get rid of him at the start? But anyway, anyway, let's get back to the chat. Um, I will get the link for you guys um, so you can join me and we can talk about it. But, yeah, I did want to talk about the trades as well. I mean, we'll go over it. A little bit later, but let's get this up um, and get some people in. So just click on the link, guys. Um, then you can come in and have a chat. So Adrian said here, not sure Licker or Murphy can be based on the fact that they were under Eddie and Quarter. Um, they both did great, but the optics on it aren't the best. Happy for them both to stay on the board. Okay, interesting. What makes Peter Murphy appealing? Don't know much about him. Definitely a liquor man myself. Yeah, look, um, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I think Peter Murphy, just overall, he, he's well regarded at the club. I don't I don't see why he wouldn't be a good appointment. I mean, it's not crazy. Smitty's in here. A couple of the other guys are in here too. Um, we'll make sure to get everyone in, but I'll pull Smitty in now. Smitty, mate, what's happening? Not a lot like yourself. Oh, not much, mate. I mean, look, I was just expecting to come on here and talk about, you know, a little <laughs> bit about Nathan Kruger, a little bit about Pat Lipinski and now. Yeah. Got the president stepping down. Um, pretty crazy. What do you think? Yeah, look, it's not it's not um something I really delve too much into. Sort of just one of those things that um you just sort of read the reports and stuff like that and mm. yeah, just sort of base your opinions based on what people are saying. But it, I don't know, it's sort of funny because when Eddie stepped down, um, obviously he'd been a great servant for us, but I just never really got those vibes from Quarter that he was the guy. Um, I'm more of a sort of just a, a touch and feel sort of person. Like I just, yep. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just sort of just go by what feels right at the time and, yeah, just never got that vibe from him that he was it. So, I don't know. I felt exactly the same. And I think the, um, the press conference that we had, to, you know, announce Fly, which was such an exciting time. You know, it's the first mm. time that we've had a coach outside of, you know, a Collingwood person in, in a very long time. And uh, it just seemed lackluster. I don't know. He just didn't give off that vibe of, I'm, I'm going to lead this club, you know, I'm going to take it forward, blah, 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 Yeah, that Eddie did. Um, even, you know, there's other presidents around that you look at. Um, Peggy at Richmond is, is a great leader, I think. You know, Corder just, he gives mm. off. He doesn't give off that, um, you know, 
I know what I'm doing vibe. I'm sure he knows. Yeah. Like, I've yeah, heard of of his businesses and stuff are very successful, but mm. yeah, never inspired me. Yeah, it's just um, uh, maybe that's just because we'd become so accustomed to having a president who was so front and center in the media and stuff. Obviously, mm. with his other roles and things like that. So maybe there's a little bit of that. But I think um, you know, everyone said it during the um, during the pr- process for the new coach, like you know, is it going to be a big name? You know, they need a they need someone who can. I don't know how. What, you know what I'm sort of saying? Like they were mm. they were going on about how does the personality of the coach match the club sort of thing like and obviously we settled for fly which was good and i was happy with that appointment because it sort of goes against the trend of what we usually do um and we probably did that a little bit with the presidency too sort of just went picked up someone who yeah wasn't necessarily a big face and a big voice and stuff like that but i feel Mm -hmm. like maybe we do need that so i don't know well the thing is now mate jeff brown was the challenger you know, mm. this whole time, he was the one that was, you know, pushing everything behind the scenes. And I, surely, you know, and, and we were assured that, you know, that the coach that's been selected, no matter who the president is, they'll they'll be happy. Yeah. Naturally, I think that in negotiations for the coach, you know, when all the interview and the process was going on, et cetera, it would have had to have been a topic of discussion, you know, if the mm. next president takes over and, and if it is going to be Jeff Brown, I'm sure he would have been involved saying, yep, I'm happy with his appointment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I don't know if I can see anyone else taking over, you know, I think he's the guy, but at the same time, he's got this big, you know, he was CEO boss at channel nine, you know, he's high up at the mm. AFL, blah, blah, blah. But at least he's not that like Eddie, you know, full on type person. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, Do you sort I, of I feel know, like, man. um, do you sort of feel like it's it's sort of funny because I feel like we're getting Eddie without getting Eddie mm. because he's so because he is so closely linked to Jeff Brown. I, I sort of feel like yeah, Eddie was the president and then he got pushed out and now he's yeah. sort of back but behind the scenes and like you know he'll always go on Footy Classified oh, or whatever absolutely. and put his hands up and say no 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 this isn't me this isn't me but yeah he has influence so. He's always going to be involved, mate. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. we'll ever we'll, we'll never escape Eddie Maguire, and, and I don't think it's a bad thing. He's, he's the, probably the biggest Collingwood person there ever is. Oh, absolutely, no, never yeah. will be. Um, mm. It's not a bad thing having his voice around it, but my my no. problem is, I don't want someone making the same mistakes that he did. You know, like the stuff that's coming yeah. up with with the Dane Beams deals. You know, a lot of people are saying. You know, is the Grundy deal going to screw us over in the long run? Yeah, true. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all these things. I don't want someone else to come in when we've got this fresh start and make yeah. those same mistakes. No, 100% agree. You know what I mean? Um, we'll speak more about I'll, – I'll speak more about with the other guys as well about yeah. the, the board stuff. But um, what are your thoughts on Nathan Kruger coming in? Happy with that one? Uh, yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tell me what you think. Why? No, look, oh, I, I don't know. I just – I've just got bad vibes. Not not about him necessarily. Just that I don't know. I just can't help but think about Jesse White and Quentin Lynch and, and blokes like this. Like you know, nothing against him. And to his credit, he's younger than those two. Um, yeah. So at least you know there's something to work with in terms of age and developing and stuff like that. Whereas the others were already established, and it's sort of like they're just sort of filling a void. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just get bad vibes about getting key forwards from other clubs who sort of haven't cracked into their, you know, 
into their best. So I'm not I sure. With, with, with any other club, you know, I'd probably be asking more questions. But mm. with Geelong, you know, you got Jeremy Cameron, yeah. Tom Hawkins, and Gary mm. Rowan. Yeah. If you can't get in front of those three, there's no shame in that other than Gary no. Rowan in a finals game because, you know, he doesn't show up. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in the back line, they got uh, Lockie Henderson, Henry, yeah. and, you know, the others. And so, Blitzarves is everywhere too. Yeah, so. Blitzarves, exactly. There you go. So, look, he's clearly yeah, come no, across. Cool. They've offered him that two years. Mm. I think I think if, you know, he stays at Geelong, he's in the best 22 this year coming. Yeah. I think yeah, he cracks in because Henderson's gone. Yeah. Um, but I think honestly he's come to the pies to play forward minutes. That's my yeah. that's my opinion. I think he wants yeah, to play no, as a sure. forward. Um it, it, you know, it, all things said, we didn't pay overs for him, so I don't really care. Like the mm-hmm. the, the deal was um more than beneficial for both teams. Probably well, yeah. probably in our favor, really, if I'm being biased, but um yeah. Well, we got so him for like, equivalent equivalent to pick eighty, I think. That was the well, that was the start the, or something like that. Yeah, so you know you can't really go wrong if you need it. If you're looking for a key forward to develop and you're only really giving up big eighty, then why not? Yeah, well, the, the, I, I just think it's good to see us not paying overs for players. You know, it's it's yeah, basically that's... a free hit. Um, mm-hmm. give him give him a go. Yeah. You know, see what he can do. I mean, we've got Will Kelly there now. We've got him coming in. We've got mm-hmm. Liam McMahon, who's you know 19 years old, probably going a few years away in terms yeah. of his development. Yeah, Ollie. So, yeah, Ollie's there. He's a, a, more of a medium, I'd say. Ash Johnson. At least yeah, there's true. some key forward stocks there now. Like it's not yeah. the big name that we all wanted, but it's true. someone. True. Yeah. Um. um that, I think I've said to you maybe not on not on here, but um, just on Twitter in general that you know I'll, I've I've always wanted us to land that big fish every year. It's like let's get a big fish, let's get a big fish. And really, when you think about it, we haven't really landed all that many in the last 20 years. You know, Ball and Jolly was good for our premiership year, and then it was yeah. Trelaw. And then other than that, we don't really land, like, big, big fish. And so now I'm sort of past that where I am always wanted to get the best player available in the trade period and and just go out and be smart and get what we need and don't pay overs and just build, yeah, just build a good list and a good 22 without breaking the bank. Yeah, I think that's that's slowly what we've done over time as well. If you look at the team yeah. now, yeah, um, obviously not having our first round picks in the last couple of years has probably shafted us a little bit. You know, uh, we, I was looking at a tweet today. Oh, we missed out on you know Georgiades, um, mm. and oh, whoever else it was, I forgot the other one. But I think Krug is a good pickup if we get Lipinski. You know, I don't usually agree with um. Matt Rendell, but he said he, you know, he could play 150 games for Collingwood. I, I'm, I'm, I believe that. I believe yeah. that. Why not? He's yeah, 20, yeah, 23 sure. years old. Um, you know, he's a, he's a midfielder. He can't get into that Bulldogs midfield again. That's a good, yeah. you know, that's a good look in. He's, he's a no, guy. Exactly. Exactly. Like if, if he plays for any other team, he's probably walking into the midfield. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's about doing shrewd business, and that's why I'm loving what Graham Wright's doing. Yeah, agree. You know, so, yeah, we'll yeah, and I'm, I'm, that's why I'm just loving it all across the board. You know, like the low-profile senior coach and clearing out um, assistants and bringing in, you know, trying to be diverse and bringing in different things. And I've always been a big, let's try and bring in people and players from other systems because that's I feel like that's the best way you learn. You know, if you keep going for your own people, nothing changes, and you keep finding yourself in the same position. So, you know, bringing in Jetta from Melbourne, you know, we get it. Like, they've just won the premiership. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So he was involved in a premiership winning like system with their coaches, with their players. And, you know, that's wisdom that our young kids can probably thrive on, you know. Absolutely. And, and Cozzy Pickett, you know, put his premiership medal around his neck on grand final day because mm. clearly it's had a massive impact on him. Yeah. Um. And, and the thing I love about Neville Jetter is he's only 31 years of age, so he's going to go play with the VFL boys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the, the kids that are running around and can't quite crack into the side are going to be playing with him every week and he's going yeah. to be coaching them, you know. So yeah. it's, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Um. Graham Wright has done a complete 180 with this with this club in, yeah. in 12 months. Yeah. You know, that's that's the big fish, I think. That the, when we speak about the big fish, you know, True. we landed him and he's he's the best in the business. Like there's mm-hmm. there's no question. And and we've yeah. seen that, you know, he's doing his job and he's our list manager and he's, you know, head of our recruiting and you know, he's yeah. doing all all these jobs. Um I'm I'm genuinely pumped. Yeah, I'm pumped. 100%. I'm pumped about Collingwood. I don't know about yeah. you, mate, but I'm listening to trade radio every day. And oh god, I don't know why I do it to myself because some of the stuff <laughs> they speak about is absolute crap. But it's because I can't get enough of footy because yeah. there's there's positivity around us at the moment. Yeah, hundred percent. I've literally just started this week watch, rewatching all of our wins from this year, and um, mm. I just I honestly can't wait for next year because I just I don't know I don't know if it's just that time of the year where we're done for the year and. And just everything that's all the positivity, just I don't know. I just want more. So Yeah, I think with Bucks gone as well and Eddie gone, there's no expectation the pressure's off, which is also mm. good as well. Yeah. Like I don't know about you, but next year rocking up to a game, I'm just gonna be there and I'm gonna be just wanna watch the team. I'm not gonna expect yeah. us to win. I just mm-hmm. wanna see what we can bring to the table, um, yeah. what we can bring to the competition. Um, which is very good. I wanna go through some of these comments as well, um, get yeah. your opinion on them. Mm-hmm. Any interest in Brander? Um, I don't know if you've heard anything about it. Me personally, no, I, don't I haven't think, heard. I don't us. think there is. I, I haven't heard us is. being linked to him. Um, yeah, but I wouldn't mind if there was something. Yeah, well, he's, he's a good option as another tall. The one that interests me is Tyson Stengel. Yeah, well, have um, you heard? Well, have I heard? Well, is this with the as far as, I'm aw- as far as I'm aware, we're pulled out. We're pulled out. Okay. Yeah, um, do you have any reading. information about that or? Um, I will swoop posted about it earlier and it got confirmed on a Fox footy article saying, you know, obviously with, obviously with Geelong, um, getting bets in that pretty much has almost sealed the deal there, but Essendon Mm. are still in an an article that mentioned that we pulled out and, um, I don't know if you follow pie sauce, but they also said the same thing. So, well, I mean, that naturally leads into this question from Adrian, uh, Yusuf Dib. I mean, mm. he could be our within-house solution to that, to that you know, yeah. pressure forward, that small forward that can do that kind of job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stengel just had that, you know, that extra bit of class about him, which is why I was yeah. a little bit excited about it. But so was I. I'm pretty know. bummed that we're apparently not in it. So yeah, but you know, you can't get them all, mate. You can't get nah. them all. No, nah, we're using we're using that preseason draft pick as leverage anyway with the dogs. I, I hope mm. we shaft them. I don't know about you, but I want to shaft the doggies. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, well, I'd love to. And I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe it's just my good nature that hoping that they'll uh, just have a gesture of goodwill and, you know, even going back as far as us giving them Travis cloak for nothing. You know what I mean? Just like come to the party yeah. a little bit. You haven't been playing the kid. I hate how the clubs sort of go, Oh yeah. Like, Oh, we see heaps of upside on him. Well, you've played him 11 times this year and made him sub in half of those games. And in the back end of the year, like, you know, when you got a vibe that he was leaving, you still didn't 
give him games. So, you yeah. know, you can't you can't have the best of both worlds. You either rate the kid and you play him or you don't and you let him go. So, Well, uh, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. He's nominated Collingwood. He's out of contract. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he hasn't played all year. Yeah. They're, you know, I think they, they offered him the three-year contract, you know, which is what they say. I genuinely believe Geelong did offer Kruger a two-year contract. I reckon that was yeah. legit. Um, I doubt they would have wanted to let him go. I, I don't know if you've watched the highlights, but the way that guy moves, Kruger, mm, yeah, he looks like he could be something. Yeah, I said somewhere the other day that it surprised me because I thought he was more of a um, bulky sort of, I don't know, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? A bit of a dinosaur sort of thing, you know, gets yep. around a bit slow, but... Yeah, when I saw his highlight package, I'm like, man, this guy's a lot more athletic than I thought he was. So, yeah, well, he's he's one ninety six centimeters, but he's only about ninety eight kilos or ninety six ninety eight oh, yeah. kilos. So, I I the way I look at him, you know, I like to compare players to ex Collingwood players. He reminds mm-hmm. me a bit of Tar- He reminds me a bit, a bit of Tarrant. We've got a bit of Chris Tarrant about him, you know, like yeah. not um not as bulky as Travis Cloak. You know, mm. he's he's left footed, obviously. I love yeah. left footers. I've, I say this every time we speak about players. <laughs> if he's a left footer, I don't care how shitty he is. I'll take him. Yeah, Clinton <laughs> um, Young, Clinton Young, oh, all over again, mate. Absolutely. Um, but the, just the way he moves, like yeah. there was one goal, especially where he like shimmies a defender and just goes around him and kicks the goal. And I'm like, mm. uh, I don't see a lot of big men doing that. So yeah, I'm yeah, just like, I don't know. I'm just a bit like. I'm reserved. I'm not. It's not that I'm opposed to him. I'm just reserved yep. because I just don't see like a forward line with Darcy Cameron and Nathan Kruger like being that formidable. But in saying that, like DC, hundred percent exceeded my expectations this year and was great um, as yep. a second as a second ruck slash forward or first forward, whatever you want to call him. Um, so yeah, so I'm more than happy to persist with him because he showed what he's got. But um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting too swept up in the let's get you know bloody i'm trying to think of a dynamic duo john o'brien and alistair lynch combo going yeah. you know what i mean yeah 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 i i think i think darcy cameron naturally gets pushed out now um oh, you you know, john i think johnson will eventually get in I, I don't i don't know why we would have brought him on the list and given him an extra year if he's not got plans to move him in or get him into the side and i think i think kruger will play and I think Darcy Cameron, if Max Lynch moves on, which is looking more and more likely, will become the secondary ruckman. I think that's going to be his, his role now and pinch mm-hmm. it in the forward line. I, I I don't mind Darcy, and I like the way he works. Um, you know, I like it that he works hard. You know, he's committed, he's passionate, but as a key forward, a full forward, he hasn't got the legs for me. Yeah, fair enough. So if, all right, for example, hypothetically, Darcy Cameron doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Who's that second ruck? Who's the pinch hitting ruck? Well, that that would be him. Like, I mean, I, I mean, that would literally be his thing, and then he can rotate into the forward line, then come to the yeah, bench. You know what I mean? In, Rather than be primary as a forward. In a world where he's not um, playing in the side, do we? Do you do that with Kruger or not? Is he? I mean, you, what you could do, and this is me just thinking, you could have, you know, Grundy is your main ruckman, and he runs out, you know, eighty percent of games already, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got Jordan Ruffhead there who could ruck mm-hmm. in the back line, and Kruger who can ruck in the forward line. You know what I mean? Yeah, like true. It, it's speaking hypothetically, and you could have, you know, and this is this is the interesting thing: Are we going to lose Mason Cox? You know, yeah, is, well, is, is Mason Cox going to stay or is he going to go? 
Yeah, well, most of the um, most of the mail I'm hearing is that he's out. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I'm happy. I'm more than happy for him to go. I but, love um, him, but, yeah, I yeah. love I love him as well. Oh, he's a cult. He's a cult hero. We'll never forget mm-hmm. him. You know, yeah. that, that prelim final is is one of the great modern era games of Collingwood. But yeah, I think it's time now. I'm I'm happy to to let him go. And if he plays great footy at Brisbane, I'll be happy for him. You know, because yeah, he's sure. a respectful sure. guy. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a conundrum that we'll have to we'll have to look into. Like, who's going to play as that second rock? I mean, yeah. Carlson said my check could be a second rock. He's not not quite tall enough. He doesn't have the athleticism either. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's a um, emergency option. You know, break yeah. the glass option. Um, but... Maybe I don't know. I'm trying to think. Mm. Um, um, I don't know. I don't know. I literally can't think. Without DC in the team, I can't think. Yeah, well, we'll see you, like you said, Grundy's in a Grundy's in a big beast. He he play, you know, he'll play 80, 90% game time in the ruck. And absolutely, absolutely. All right, mate. I'm going to grab some of the other guys in. Too um, easy. Always unreal to chat to you, and hopefully you we too. can you know speak again soon. Definitely. Right, take it easy, mate. You too. See ya. See you, bro. Right, Sean, come on in, mate. What's going on? Oh, you're on mute. You're on mute. I think you're on mute. I can't hear. You good? I literally wanted to get you in specifically to talk about Patrick Nash because we got a comment on him. Can't hear you at the moment. Caddy, to answer your question as well, um, they're literally just on YouTube. They're like a minute long. Um, it's not like a lot of highlights, but it's just stuff from VFL and whatnot. Sean, can't hear. Yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll sort you out. Um, have a look at it after. All right. Okay. Um, Patrick Nash. Okay, I think the thing is with Nash, I know Sean's a big fan of him, hence why I wanted to get him in quickly to talk about it. Um, again, I don't see where he fits in. Um, gives me Cal Brown vibes. You know, it doesn't seem like a guy who's going to demand a spot in our best 22. And we've got enough young guys there already. Um, personally, I'd like to just see us develop, you know, the guys that we've got already. And like, I wouldn't mind him. I mean, I'd love to take a Richmond father son and develop him into an absolute superstar. But think about the players that play his position already. We got. You know, guys like Isaac Quaino, um, you know, Reef McInnes is coming through, Bianco's coming through, McRae's coming through. You know, there's there's, there's enough guys already in that kind of mould. Um, Kev, I will get you in in a sec as well, mate. I do want to have a chat, but just let me go through some of these comments. Um, right one and another small forward. If it's not Stengel, then who? I mean, Carlson, we are going to get, by the looks of it, um, what's his name? Yusuf Dip in the in the draft as well. I think he'll be our second selection. Um, again, haven't seen a lot of him personally. The games I did watch in the VFL though this year, he was very good, very, very lively. Will he get straight into the side? I don't know. Um, could Cal Brown play that role? Maybe. I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, Tommy, I missed this comment, but yes, Aiden Beg. I mean, that's a solution for a couple more years to play that secondary ruck role. Um, whether we develop him as a forward 
or a defender. I mean, it depends. Um, I'd like to see him defended, defended, developed as a bit more of a backman, um, purely because Jordan Ruffhead's only got a couple more years left. Jeremy Howe's only got a couple more years left. So, you know, we got to look to replace these guys eventually. Other than Pinsky, who do you think will go after anyone else or pack up shop when the Pinsky deal is done? I mean, from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing from all my sources, is that it's Lipinski. Um, Stengel was the next option, and now that that's off the table, I think that's it. I think we're done after that. Um, really, out of the guys that are there, the delisted free agents, there's nothing, you know, amazing. Um, there's obviously Dunstan who's going, I think, to. I can't remember where he's ending up, but he's definitely not going to Collingwood. Um, I mean, you could get Daniel Talia as a, but 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 again, he doesn't fit the age demographic. He's probably going to go to a guy that's in a. He's going to Melbourne. Thank you, Sean. Um, Luke Dunstan, which is insane. I can't believe he's going there. That's a bargain. Uh, I think you could get Daniel Talia, but again, as I said, thirty years old. He's probably going to go to a team in contention or a team that's, you know, a little bit closer or he might go to North even. They're looking for a key backman. I think we've still got, you know, two more years of rough ed. So I think um, I'd rather just stick with him anyway. He's already there. If a bid comes at pick two, we only need an extra few points to be able to trade out pick 22 and match the bid without deficit. Yeah. I mean, I love what we've done. You know, on Monday... Carlson, we looked like we were in a lot of trouble um, in terms of our points and our picks, etc. In 24 hours, Graham Wright had us with an incredibly strong draft and ready to get Nick Dacos as well as trade for the guys that we're after. So, you know, it's, as I said with, with Smitty before, it's, um, we've got the best guy in the business and he's doing the work. You know, he's working hard behind the scenes. We, we got the first two trades of the trade period done and we look a lot stronger for it. I'd love to see us, you know, trade that pick. <coughs> Sorry, for possibly for a next year's first or second rounder. And we're looking a lot stronger already. All right, let me get Kev in. Kev, jump in, mate. What's up? What's happening, mate? Not much, not much. Oh, I've got to give my voice a break. Tell me, what are your That's thoughts? Right. Give me your thoughts on Kruger and give me your thoughts on um, Mark Corder. I'd love to hear it. I I think it's a good get by us to get um, Kruger in. I think he's going to help out our forward line. Um, we, after how many years that we've tried getting a key forward, we just couldn't get them in the door. And I think that this is a massive tick um, as well. I think what Graham Wright has done with the draft um, with the draft picks, how he mentioned swap picks as well with the Goko Suns um, is pretty good now that we've got enough points. Um, I did see or I did hear what Lee Montana and David King were saying, but um, watching uh, or listening to the trade radio um, with Sauce, um, Dan Barrett, and oh, what, what's his name? Uh, Matt Redown. Yeah, Matt They Rindell. were really positive. Um, 
about it and they even say that that's the best decision that we've ever done. But I do hope that we get Lipinski. We might get Dib, I think, later on, and we know that we're going to get Nick Dacos regardless. Um, with Mark Horta, um, it's gonna, it was always going to be tough with the whole Eddie situation, um, replacing Eddie after 24 years. Um, I think the club went through the process of finding a new president, Jeff Brown, um, came in late and what, what really didn't say that he wanted it until like after the facts. Um, I've seen comments out there on Facebook saying that, oh, you know, the, the pressure of the AGM is really helping. And I said, no, not really. Like, at least with Mark Corder, he had a plan. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't see that with Jeff Brown at all. Um, him and his puppets that are going to be, well, or potentially be in the club, um, they're not making the you know, the plea to us members and supporters on what they want for the club. Yeah. Um, you, you hear rumours, I don't know about you, man, about Eddie, that, you know, the whole Damien situation and how apparently he told Derek Hahn that he wanted um, Damien you know, any deal possible. And I've heard rumours, the fact is that with the whole... Dane Bean's um, gambling debt and how Eddie paid off people as well. Um, mm. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, and having a couple of my mates, especially I work with, saying, oh, you know, Eddie's behind the scenes, you know, working, blah, 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 the usual. And you can't deny that, that that, that ain't happening. Like, we all know what Eddie's like. He's a cult figure at Collingwood. Yeah. Um, a personal opinion with this AGM that's happening on whoever's going to be president we, we just need a clean slate and have a plan to go forward and if we can do that and have no fights no spills um, no one from people that are calling for an AGM for the spill of the board I don't mind change but you know my thoughts on that i think yeah you gotta come out and say what you want change and how you can deal with that because going on facebook saying oh i want an agm or i want you know to spill the board you gotta have a plan you gotta have vision on okay what's your problem to people on the club um and there have been nasty comments about brody o'donnell as well on top of that and yeah i think with that i, I don't care if they back if they don't bag for collingwood um yeah as long as they do a job that's that's all i'm happy about like i'm pretty sure there's people at woolworths that don't always buy stuff for woolworths they might go to Coles. that's a great analogy special. that's a great yeah. analogy mate i like that i like that you know i i, I completely agree with you I couldn't care less if they they're at Collingwood or not. You know, like look look at our our head coach and one of our senior assistants won two flags against us. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. It. So who who cares? It's it's not about anymore about you know. And this was my one thing with Eddie was 
it's all about him and, and, and his mates and et cetera, et cetera. I was more than happy to see all that era move on. Like it was time for all, for, for all of that to end. And I just hope, and I know that Eddie's still going to be involved in whatever way possible. I hope sincerely that, you know, we get he someone in that's, that's, yeah, that's not, not just that he backs off, mate, but more so that we just get the right people. You know what I mean? Like we just need yeah. the right people for the job. Like you said, it doesn't matter where they are or who they where they've come from or who they are. Um, just get the right guy. And I guess with that as well, like you're always you're always going to cop it as a Collingwood fan, mm. and the fact is that oh, Uncle Eddie saves Collingwood. Uncle Eddie saves Dane Beans off gambling debts and all that rest, and. Look, whether that's true or not, I have no idea. But if Eddie is doing that behind the scenes, I think that's a pretty terrible thing to do. Like, I mm. think Eddie should not try and be nasty in a way, but I think he needs to let the club move on from him and not have Eddie having a say at all. Um, the one thing with Eddie is that we all knew that how much he loved Buckley. And that was obvious from day one. Um, whether or not you believe that Mick Moldhouse was fatigued, that he couldn't encourage anymore, uh, just think that with that, I think that we needed a fresh start, not a Collingwood yeah. legend. Um, we've had so many people at Collingwood that we've kept around instead of letting them go to other clubs and let them experience the life at, you know, the, the cultures at different football clubs and the sands. And I really do think that this is what we need. And if Pendles, you know, I'm glad that Pendles is staying, but if Pendles did leave to another club for a couple of years just to secure a coaching role, as much as that would be sad, mm. I think we got to understand that the fact is that Pendles is known Collingwood for all his life. Um, mm. And I think at some at some point you need a, a break from Collingwood. And that's why when we get Neville Jetty in as a, an assistant coach, as a development, and then helping out with that VVL and playing with the VVL boys, I think that would help set the standards and drive the standards at a football club. Yeah. Um, because we need to be successful. We don't want to be uh, known as chokers, like we've mm-hmm. been in grand finals and yeah. giving up big leagues. Like I think now's the time, instead of being a basket case, let's drive for success and let's bring it stronger and together as members of orders this is something that we need to be proud of. And look, we may agree or disagree. You might you might cop hate from the comments that comes out of my mouth um, or out of your mouth, for, for example, as well. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You, you want to do it what's best for the club and not, you know, those, you know, like for the likes of Jeff Brown and, and, other, fan, and other of our fans saying, oh, you know, good riddance, blah, blah, blah. So, well, you know, at least you have a plan instead of having nothing at all. And that's one thing that drives me insane because once you, once you say something, the media are always going to get us. 
yeah. matter what. I love what you said there, mate. Like genuinely, the the thing about you know everyone getting behind the team, everyone being united, you know uh, all that talk. I love what you. I'm going to clip that and definitely post that on Twitter because you're so right. You're so right in so many ways, and uh, it's just you know obviously this it just hurts, stuff, man. It, yeah, it, it really does. And like this this board I, I stuff is the board stuff's the only stuff now that that really is holding us back. I think we've sorted everything else out. You know, we we made some sacrifices on our list. We changed the coach. Um, and now it's just, you know, sorting this board crap out. And as soon as it's done, I, like, I know you'll agree with me, as soon as it's done, the better it is for us. Yeah. Just get over it. All right, Kev. Um, I'm going to pull Sean in now, mate. Uh, Thanks, love man. Speaking I love speaking to you. I love speaking to you. No, you too, mate. And I love speaking to you as always. Um, oh, we'll chat during up. the week and, you know, stay well, mate. Take it easy. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate you. No worries, man. And check out Bye, Kev's man. YouTube channel, guys. Kev's underscore magpies and, you know, all his social medias. He's always around. Um, Cheers, man, the for the chat and please no, subscribe no to this man. He, <laughs> yeah, thanks, He brother. does some great content and Cheers. Cheers, follow man. all his social medias. Appreciate it, mate. All right, take it easy. Right. See you soon. Cheers, man. You do. Cheers. All right, Sean, how's the mic going? Give you a thumbs up if you sound if is it all good? We'll pull you in. All right, speak now. No, nah, nothing. Nothing. Haven't got ya. All right, try it one more time. I'll go through some comments and we'll and we'll try to suss it out. Maybe just disconnect your OBS and stuff and maybe just try um just try get your mic and camera going. All right. Okay. Um again. That stuff that Kev says there, so good, like so, so good. And, you know, he's one of the biggest Pies fans you'll ever meet. Guys, if you have just come along, please do like the video. Please do subscribe to the channel. Um, chuck some comments in if you do have any questions. Obviously, the massive news that Mark Corder has stepped down. Sorry if I sound a little bit quieter. Usually, I'd speak a little bit louder, but my brother's got work tomorrow at four in the morning, so I've got to be a bit more quiet, unfortunately. His room is literally backing onto mine. Um, Jeddah is a massive get in so many ways from Sean and then Carlson saying as well that, you know, we need to get on the phone to Stengel and I, I completely agree. I wish we would, but I think Eddie's his, his cousin. Um, so I mean, you know, Eddie Betts is always going to, you know, get him over. Hopefully Jeddah might bring some players from Melbourne over along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And not even just that, like I'd love Jeddah as well to be, you know, I know he's a coach, but the coaches always have a say in recruitment. You know, I'm sure he'd have some, you know, some hands in, in somewhere or, you know, some type of idea of, of Indigenous talent because, you know, my favourite players growing up were, were Indigenous players. They're just so skillful and, and so good at playing football. Um, you know, guys in the league now, you know, you got your Tip and Woodies. Um, you know, Leon Davis when he was playing was was my favorite player. I had number one on on my jumper every single year, and then you know Andy Cracker when he came as well. Like these guys were were elite. I want to find a comment that Carlson put in before pick twenty two and Gold Coast. Okay, sorry. My mom came into my room. <laughs> my bad. Um, pick 22 in Gold Coast, future fourth, probably gets a future first. I'd say St. Kilda or Essendon would be best suitors, but they both want stocks for Ben King. I mean, me personally, 
I'd like to see us package up to try and go after a free agent next year. And I think that's what we're going to be looking at. You know, we've got our first rounder for next year. I reckon we can get another first rounder. Um, and then we're looking at free agency next year. Like, why not? Um, you know, we've been taking a bit, talking about, you know, bringing in a big fish and landing a big fish. I mean, two first rounders for next season's draft. I don't think we're going to be drafting many kids. You know, there's, there's not a lot of kids that we're going to need to bring in. Um, we can be looking at experienced guys instead. Jetta brings with Chaka over. Sweet. Absolutely. I mean, I wish. It wouldn't be bad, eh? Actually, maybe West Coast would be a fit for pick 22 for a future first. I mean, yeah, possibly. Possibly. I mean, we should be looking at the guys that we think might finish up a little bit higher at the table that are trying to get into this draft. Um, Richmond's one as well that I look at. Any Graham Wright surprises to come over the next few days? Whew. I mean, could there be? Could he Could he do something outrageous, Graham Wright? I don't know. Um, I mean, I think this Lipinski one's a surprise. You know, that in itself is a surprise. I mean, he's going to get a guy who got drafted for what, pick 28 or whatever it was, um, an unreal player for it looks like it's going to be pick 58. It looks like pick 58 is going to get it done. And if it does, I mean, that's 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 a very, very, very good deal. Um, another guy that I forgot about, Travis Varco, unreal player. West Coast will slide down the bottom six. Will they give up their first rounder for next year then? If like internally they believe that? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe though. Hang on to 22 this year so we don't go into have a deficit for next year. Yes, Leon. Oh, that's Tomo, actually. Tomo. Um, while I do agree with that, we still may have the picks. I think Carlson was speaking about it before. We're almost, without pick 22, um, we almost have enough points to, to grab Dacos. So... You know, I'd be willing to let that go for a future first rounder. Um, should be good now, fingers crossed. All right, let's put you in. Let's try it one more time. Nah, nothing. Nothing, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. All right, give everyone a wave at least. Um, I don't I don't know what's going on, man. I'll try and mute you and then unmute you, maybe. Right, try now. Nah, nothing. I can't hear. I don't know if anyone else can, but I can't. Um, you've got your mic flicked up on your headset. I mean, is it coming through your headset mic? Yep. Hello. Oh, there Turn we go. Now I can hear. Now I can hear. Fuck's sake! So now you I've got to change settings. All right, nah, I'm just going to leave it as this for now. Yeah, that's fine. Right. Man. That's fine. Yeah. Um, All right. um, what did you want to come on and speak about? Uh, probably nothing specifically, but yeah, just I mean, just all the all the moves that we've roughly made. Um, I mean, even I mean, I mentioned in the comments before about Jetta, um, just purely of just how, like how good that is, just to bring in someone like that, um, you know, and obviously you know Geelong did the same thing with Betts, like we've basically done the same thing with Jetta. Um, it just shows that you know, just from a cultural point of view, um, we're just happy to in, invite like people from my like, all walks of life sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I mean, it is at, at the end of the day, it is one person to come in, but you know, you gotta you gotta take your first step somewhere. And I feel like this is in in a very positive. Um, th- this is a very positive step in a very good direction. Um, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, like that's yeah, that's that's definitely something I've been like happy with. Um, one of the things I did want to get onto about as whole well too is that, um. I think that also it's um, we should also be praising Graham Wright for um, the first trade with Gold Coast. The fact yeah. that he actually went out of his way to get all those picks is I'm sure I'm sure we can all look at it and go yeah it's all those picks, but just from a bargaining um, like or from a discussional point of view, to go through the trade period without having those picks like he wouldn't have had much bargaining power than he than he would have if he hadn't done it. So the fact that he did that straight off the bat. And I guess took advantage of Gold Coast, and now that we can, um, I guess theoretically, like do all the moves that we can. But then also, you know, if we didn't do those moves, um, sort of like semi like hamstring ourselves in a sense. Yeah. So the fact that that move happened, um, you know, even someone was saying that we can now, uh, what was it? It was like another. We need another like two hundred points for you know, and then we can use pick twenty two. I mean, just the yeah. fact that we have that option is so much better than not having that option. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously when it comes down to the discussions, it's 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 a debate. So if someone is going to come in and 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 say, oh, but, you know, we'll only give you this pick because of, you know, um, because you need the pick, so we're going to help you out. But instead they, like, not like lowball us, but we couldn't get as much value. The fact that we already have those points, we won't suffer from, not having enough points so the fact that we went out and got all those points needed for Gold Coast and, and not have that as a thing to hamstring us, I think is massive. Um, yeah, just, like, uh, what's uh, your thoughts on it? I mean, um, Carson just commented then. There there was a guy who, who jumped on Trade Radio yesterday and, and had very heavy praise for Graham Wright, and I think he needs and deserves that praise in the press as well. Um I mean, as you said, mate, it's we looked like we were in a lot of trouble and, you know, these negotiations would have been going on, I'm sure, for quite a while before the trade period, but he's identified that Gold Coast are in a bit of a cap problem, you know, in terms yep. of they've got guys coming out of contract next year. He's identified that they're probably not going to go into this draft. He's identified the picks that they have, the points that they're worth, and he's gone and got them yep. all. So, yeah. I mean, like... It's an unreal bit of business, and yeah. and especially as well, like because like all the future picks that we got, mm-hmm. um, all the kids that we'll get, like that we got obviously from last year's draft and this year's draft, yeah, we've got all the kids we we, we need for a rebuild. So after this, like we don't need any kids. So as long as we're having like a round one, a round two pick every year for the next say you know say half a dozen years. Once, once all, all these players come in, we're not desperate for kids anymore. Um, then the main target is to then develop them. Um, I mean, I don't know if you want me to go into like the types of players that the kids could like potentially be, um, because yeah, like I think some of these kids are going to be like very good. Even though um, I may not agree much with what you know uh, Rendell on Trade Radio says. Um, but the fact that, you know, he was mentioning like Ollie Henry was like uh, similar to like a, you know, like a EVJ to like Geelong. Like that's mm-hmm. the fact that we have that type of player 
And, I mean, I feel personally he'll obviously mould into a good player to some extent, but to get that as a supporter, to know that we're basically going to get another version of, like, uh, BVJ, I think is, like, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I've mentioned it a few times on, you know, like, other videos and stuff like that, but um, I feel like, you know, just to get this out there, I feel, um, you know, even guys like Bo McCurry and uh, Caleb Poulter, I've got such high well not expectations but you know such high praise for them because i feel mm. especially if both of them you know build up their bodies build up a tank and an endurance where they can run our full games i don't know how how this is going to react because i don't think you've ever heard me say this i think that they're the second coming of uh, Sw- uh swan and pendles who was uh, that sorry the, uh, uh bo mcquery and Caleb Poulter. Okay, so do you think I, Bo would move it into it like a midfield type of position? Yeah, I think I think Bo because the thing is that with his speed, he's definitely got he he's definitely got the capacity to do it, just not for long periods of time. So he'll obviously mm-hmm. build that with a few pre seasons, but I can definitely see. Um, I mean, I definitely agree with Max there, but yeah, um, but no, like when it comes to Caleb Porter and and uh, Bo McCurry, um. Yeah, like I can definitely see like Swan and Pendles like type of vibes. Um, yeah. I can see Stevie J from Oli Henry. Um, you know, I can see you know you got like a, a like you know uh, Finlay McRae. Um, I feel like will be like fantastic. He could be like kind of like a kind of like like a like a side bottom sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then even like Bianco is probably like another version of a side bottom. Like there's plenty of guys that are like coming through. Um. You know, and then just just the depth for like what we have in terms of our best twenty two, we've got like three or four people in line, so we can like sort of go, okay, you're f- like so like first, second, third, and fourth of like mm. who's who's ranked in terms of like certain spots. So how so so well, ironically, for example, with um you know how how he would be say our best defender when it comes to you know say being in the back pocket, but then you got yep. guys like Tom Wilson that's probably the next one. Then you got you know Mark Keane. Then you got like the fact yeah, that we've got through. that depth um is like massive. I think even <clears throat> I think also as well, and maybe probably shouldn't be done straight away, but even like a like a Will Kelly if you know the forward line doesn't work out for him. I, sh- I don't think he should be a key back, but if he plays like a how type role, he could be he could be very good at that. Um, yep. Just not as like a full on like key tall, because um, I just don't think in terms of an AFL center, I just don't think he has the height for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you know when you when you're already giving up like you know nearly ten centimeters worth of height, it's just it's just too hard to um, keep up with some of these guys at like AFL level sort of thing. So. Um, but yeah, no, I've like, um, like I don't know if there's like any other questions you want to ask. Um, or with Nate, sorry, um, you know, I think, um, if we get him, if we get him in in the way that we will, which will be delicit, uh, as a delicit free agent, um, I feel like he he would be very good, um, and I can see him, sort of in terms of competition, um, like for like spots and stuff, um, he's sort of that that probably defender that, you know, kind of goes in the midfield, but then, like, if you got too much of a good midfield, you then push him as a defender. So yeah. similar to how, like, Noble, Quainer, um, you know, those sort of types. Um, and then I think Chug is probably another one in that bracket too. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's probably debatable whether of who's better out of Noble and um, Naish, but again, competition for spots. I feel like if you're going to be doing that, at least at the very least, you know, I think Quain is easily the best out of all those guys. But when you put someone like Nation there, he's definitely better than Chug. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, Chug's developing and things like that. Um, I personally think he could be better than Noble, um, even mm-hmm. though I actually do rate Noble pretty highly anyway. But I feel like he could be better than Noble. But at the very least, he's creating that competition for spots. Um, so you got a healthy competition of guys um, getting those spots and, you know, sort of um, whether, if you know, if they're comfortable in that spot and that's how they work or, you know, whether if they need to stress about that spot, you know, that's where someone like Fly will come in. Uh, I haven't yeah. even spoken about Fly, Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, you know, how Fly will come in and sort of dictate, okay, this is the way we need to go about this player and this player and this player of, okay, no, we need to make this guy sweat because that's how he plays better or, you know, no, we don't need to make him sweat because, you know, stressing him out just screws his footy over too much. Yeah. Um, or I've just gone black screen. Are you guys able to hear me? Yeah, I can hear. I don't stress. Oh, okay, all right. I'll just keep going with the black screen. Um, but, um, yeah, so in terms of, like, uh, like the, the competition for spots in terms of, like, the depth... Um, yeah, like, it actually goes throughout, like, the, the, the whole entire team. So, um, you know, I think the furthest thing from the truth is the fact that we're actually a bad side. We're just a young side mm. that just needs to develop. Yeah. So, to get into that next phase, you know, we've got the kids. Um, we've got the um, potentially, you know, all the talent that's needed. Um, it's just a matter of um, now developing that talent and yeah. waiting for that, you know, two, three, four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then, like, when it's all, like, ready to go, um, I can easily see someone like a, as I said, like a Bo McQuarrie, like, um, you know, in, in, say, three, four years' time, I can actually literally see him in the middle being, like, a Dane Swan and Caleb Porter being, like, a Penelbury. Possibly. And, like, Possibly. all those guys. Um, I mean, I, I see Jagawi so, as, as the man to run the, the midfield for the for the next couple of years. I don't know if I could see Bo. Yeah. Um, playing that role, but Caleb Poulter, like absolutely, yeah. he's got the size for it. Um, he's got yeah. a bit of finesse about him. He's got a good kick. I think he could do it. Yeah. But you know, like I don't know. I think the one that everyone forgets about is um is Reef McInnes. Now he was yes. If Ollie Henry, yeah. if Ollie Henry wasn't, I mean, sorry, if Reef wasn't our NGA product last year, he would have been our first pick. Um, absolutely, it would have been he. He is an incredible footballer who got quite unlucky with injuries this year. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, I'd, I'd love to see him get game time because he is, he is quality. His quality is an inside mid um, and will yep. will be an absolute superstar. He's got a, got a lot of um, leadership qualities about him as well. So, yep. yeah, I don't know. I, I like where you come from with, with – trying to bring out names, you know, guys that aren't quite fitting in at other clubs. The only issue is, and me and you speak about this quite often, I mm. don't want a Patrick Nash type player to come in and get in the way of the development of those kids. So, yeah. you know. And, like, and yeah, I mean, I think I think that's where, you know, because obviously, you know, I think that's where Fly would come in and, and sort of like understand that. And then obviously... Because um, I think with Nash, like Nash is in that bracket where he is, I think, 22, 23 for me. I think he's 23. 
Um, so he is in that age um, demographic. Um, yeah, but I feel like as long as he's competing for those certain spots, um, and, you know, obviously, I, I mean, if there's anyone that knows um, seasons um, where, you know, clubs can go injured, I think Collingwood is some of the most unluckiest teams going around at the moment. So to even, you know, obviously touch wood with any any player on our list, but, you know, if, say, someone like a Noble goes down or, you know, heaven forbid, like a Quainer goes down, like to have someone like a Nash to come in, you know, is actually not that bad, especially if we get him as a delicious free agent because we're just um, basically getting him on the cheap. Um, but, um, yeah, I, and, and, that's, and that's, I guess, where my uh, sort of mindset is from. Um, you know, because, I mean, if, if they can find a way to either cause stress in like, in terms of stress for, like, pressure for spots, I feel like it's, regardless if you do it or not, I think it's at least worth the conversation because if you have, say, said guy that's available, if you look at him and go, yeah, he can be in our best 22, you need to at least have a conversation about it in terms of, like, yeah, what's the... Um, you know what's what's the 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 value that we need to give out to bring this guy in, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously with how the club is going, I mean, I fully trust Wright in terms of yeah, of course. Um, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, if 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 you've seen his track record, I mean, it's pretty clear that he knows what he's doing. Um, mm. So um, yeah, I'm more than happy to stay in my corner on Twitter and. Be a complete nuffy and and let Wright do his work, but <laughs> that's it. Um, but then at the same time too, you know, it's always fun to speculate. And um, I, I believe I read somewhere that you know, there's apparently we're interested in one more person. So I'm just trying to figure out who yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think someone mentioned uh, Brander as well, um, yeah, like Brander. earlier on in the video, um, yeah. how like he's he he's been that guy where. He's wanted to go to a couple of clubs, but he's come up um, second best at a few clubs now. So yeah. whether well, we went with Kruger, um, I think instead. Yeah, so we went with Kruger, but we obviously you know need that third key tall. Um, mm. And he did say in his draft year that he plays like similarly to like McGovern. Um, so because he's not going to be in the best 22 in terms of key defenders, if you can get him, like, even if we traded um, whatever our lowest pick is, I think it's like 79. Is he, is he not worth the gamble at pick 79, especially when it doesn't take away any um, uh, uh, points any for points. Dacos and yeah. Dip? Yeah. Um, I, I personally think so, especially yeah. considering like that, you know, is, like, is he, is he better than, you know, I mean, we've tried out guys like Mark Keane. We've tried out guys like, um, you know, like Tom Wilson and Madge yeah. and, thing, and, and guys like that. If Brandon comes in and plays that key defender, does he do a better role? And if the answer is yes, I mean, I think we should. I mean, hell, if we get him for pick 79, we're practically getting him for nothing, really. If, yeah, if, I like, agree. In, in my mind, personally. I agree. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, but no, like, um, as... As um, I was saying before, like the the future is so bright at Collingwood, it's, it's uh, ridiculous, and the amount of positivity um, that you know we've been going through, it's no like this posit- this positivity that's gone through the club is for a reason. Mm, I agree, um, and it's making me smile now. Yeah, and mate, like yeah, I love, and- I love, um, I love 
that, you know, we went from being in such a negative headspace about the club six months ago to being extremely positive now. I think that says a lot about what, what's transpired, you know, over over the period of time. And, you know, and with all your speculating and stuff, that's half the fun of the trade period. Like, if there was no speculation, it wouldn't be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I probably... I probably will. We've been going for about an hour, mate. So I'll probably yep. grab. I'll just go through the rest of the comments and then um yep. finish up, man. But yeah, thanks no, for coming on. As I mean, always, I, I've I got a black it. screen at the moment, so I can't even see you. So <laughs> nah, that's um, all good, mate. If, that's all good. If I haven't looked good in terms of presentation, uh, apologies. But yeah, nah, the black screen right. doesn't help. You're right. No stress, yeah, mate. All, all right, take it easy. I'll speak to you soon. All, right. all good. Cheers. All right, guys. Let's go through these comments. Tomo, starting from the top. I've scrolled up quite a bit. Thoughts on where we fit Checkers, Kruger, and Cameron in the forward line. Now, we're going to play three talls, I believe. Um, I think those three get in there, absolutely. And then leading on to Tom's comment, I mean, Checkers is just playing as that third tall with Elliot Henry and Bianco as small forwards. I mean, I'd like to see Bianco get more midfield minutes. I think realistically, it's probably going to be side bottom as, as the third small or um, a Bo McCreary type player. But yeah, I, I like that forward line dynamic and I think we got guys that we can rotate in and out. Now this one from AP, preseason draft pick two. Thoughts on James Cousins from the Hawks would be 24 when the season starts, mature player for a few years. I mean, I don't know a lot about him to be honest with you. Um, is he a key position player? I'm not exactly sure AP if you want to let me know. Um, and I can give you my thoughts, but yeah, not, not a guy that I'm covered on completely. Um, we need to give our kids some more footy since COVID has affected the season. I mean, absolutely. It's it's killed a lot of their development. And I think, you know, I was in a debate last night with with a couple of guys speaking about Jason Horn francis and, and Nick Dacos. Nick Dacos is the best kid in this draft. You know, don't, don't try and take the piss here. He's an unbelievable talent. He just hasn't played enough footy this year, or recently, at least. Um, he's he's easily the best, and you know, giving him game time. But it goes for the same for every Victorian kid going into the draft. They're they're starved of opportunity, but you know, you got to get get senior games, and hopefully they can play some VFL next year too. Lindham's asked, "What's happening with Cox, Sire, Lynch, and Thomas?" I mean, hang on one sec. I think Cox will go to Brisbane. I think Lynch will go to the Hawks. Sire, I don't know. I think we'll hold on to him for another year. And Thomas, I think he'll leave as well, hopefully, if there's a suitor, um, maybe to the Gold Coast. I'd like to see him leave too. Uh, I think his time's done. (coughs) Arlo said, do you know if he's still interested in Yusuf Dib? Yes, yes, we are. And he'll come very cheap. I think we'll get him over the line. Um, Cameron was always the floater this year. Took a few contested intercept marks. Yeah, he's not bad. I mean, he's just a bit slow, in my opinion. Um, I love this comment from Tomo. It'll be basically, you know, his mentor for the first two years, um, Pendles, and and that's what he's going to do really well. Sorry, my throat is letting me down big time. Happens every time about an hour in. I don't know why. 
If you fly, would you begin the season? This is from Campbell, by the way. Campbell's new, I think. G'day, mate. Welcome. If you fly, would you begin the season with youth like how we ended 21 or go with the experience? I'd be going with youth from day with up. Um, don't think there's any need to be prioritizing all the experienced guys. If the young kids earn a spot, give it to them. Yeah, and this is what Carlson said. He is basically going to be a development coach for the next two years. Pendles will be at least. This is something I did want to mention. I like this comment from Arlo. 30 years of Darren Mullane um, since he passed away. Rest in peace. You know, what a player. His aura, his presence, watching him, Vicky Park is inspiring. Great leader, great player. I mean, absolute legend of the footy club. Unfortunately, I didn't have the pleasure of watching Darren Mullane's before my time, but my dad says he was the best. He was unbelievable. Um, uh, such a great player and had so much in his locker. And it's such a shame that his career was cut short because he was an incredible guy and, and an incredible player. But rest in peace, Darren Mullane. It's very sad. All right, all right. Pretty excited about Bianco, future leader, I think. Me too. Ready off half back by Luke Hodge, yeah. And I think you'll play in the midfield as well. His disposal is way too good. Disposal is way too good. Um, thoughts on Rantel? I think he moves on soon. If It's an interesting one with Rantel. I mean... He hasn't had a lot of opportunity. When he has played in the ones, he's been out of position. Um, typical of Buckley. Again, well, I was happy to see him go. I mean, we might as well just keep him for one more year, see what happens. Where do we see Will Cully pick? I think he'll start in the VFL. Um, I'd like to see him played as a forward, though. I think he's a forward. And we'll see what happens. There's going to be good competition in that forward line, guys. Good young competition. So let's um let's hope that you know let's hope that continues. You know, I want tall key position competition. Rumor is that we're after someone from Carlton, maybe Marchbank or O'Brien. If we get lucky, O'Brien, I will not watch a Collingwood game this year. <laughs> I do not rate him at all. I do not rate him at all. I don't think he's very good. Um, I think he's just a list clogger, to be honest. I wouldn't go anywhere near him. Checkers isn't young. Maybe he could still be a forward. Yep, for now. Um, that's in relation to Bill Kelly, by the way. Um, I would personally keep him as a forward. Um, that I've said that's my that's my thing. If anyone does want to jump in, by the way, let me know. Um, the link is there. Feel free. I mean, come and have a chat. I'll probably be here for another couple of minutes or another 20 minutes, however long it's going to be, or until my voice gives up on me, that is. Pommy and Oz in the chat. Good to see you, mate. Very, very good to see you. Carlton fan in peace. Huge fan of Nick. Where do you see him playing? Do you see him swinging on the ball straight away, or do you see him playing outside like we did with the Walsh and pushing up half forward? I think that's exactly what we'll do, Pom. I think we'll start him outside, uh, maybe on a wing, um, maybe in the forward line, and then eventually, hopefully, he's just he's just a full time midfielder. Um, I think he's too good. He's he's just absolute quality. Um, watching him play, you know, uh, it's, it's it's just exciting. The sky's the limit for him. A bit like Walshy. 
Um, it's not even close. You don't average 36 touches and four goals and be done. Exactly. My mate Al is in here, and I'm very excited. I'm very excited to have a chat with him. Get in here, mate. Come say good day. Hey, Lockie. How you doing, mate? Good, mate. Good. What's the nice background you got there? The showers, look at them. Is that the SCG, yeah? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think so. I, I literally just pulled a photo off Google. Yeah, I was like, get me a photo. Then Pendles was at the front, so how could I not? That's fair. How's the chat yeah. going? What, what have we discussed? Mate, I, I don't want to go into anything we've already spoken, you've already spoken about. It's mostly just been, you know, obviously we had the quarter announcement today, mm. um, which was crazy news. I mean, that just happened before I jumped on. Um, we've spoken a bit about Nathan Kruger. We've spoken a bit about mm. Pat Lipinski. Pretty much covered I'm, everything, I'm to be honest. I'm keen for Pat. I'm keen for Pat. Oh, um, speak about Pat. You know, we haven't really spoken about Pat. Tell me what excites you about him. His whole... Um, and what you're looking forward to. His whole to. presence, his whole game, everything about him. He's well-spoken. It's just, I think he's exactly what Collingwood needs right now. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's a hard-bodied midfield, and I'm all for that. We need that. You know, Pendles, I personally don't think he'll be in the midfield next year. I think he'll be half-back or even even further down in defence. I think they're mm-hmm. going to start to push him back a lot more. So we need as many midfields as possible to make up. Because one Scott Pendlebury, I think, is like, you know, two casual midfielders, you know? Like, oh, what, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's, he's elite. So, you know, with Nick Dacos coming in, who's, you'd think, an automatic starter. Like, you You'd think. Oh, I mean, he, he pretty much was what Buckley said mm. at the start of this year, that he'd walk straight in. Yeah, so you'd think he'd be so, automatic starter. You put Lipinski in there. Oof. We're building yeah, like, something. I mean, We're building something. I, absolutely. And, like, this, this is the thing, like, you know, we, me and you love the hashtag in Right We Trust. He's a... we're, that, that, that's the thing, though. You're, we're building, you know. We're mm. not – like, we could have gone after – Jeremy Cameron last year and, and splashed all the cash that we had left, but we didn't do that. And look how that ended we up just, we said, long. Like he got injured. I know. Twice I know. was it, I think. And good luck to him. He's he's stuck there on a long term contract. Mm. Um, and it's not looking like it's gonna be good there. You know, so it's tell me your thoughts on, you know, speak to the people. What do you think about Graham Wright? You know, I what, think Graham Wright's come in here with a mission. Not to win a flag, but to flip Collingwood upside down for the better. I think for so long we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And like he's come in here and it's just completely changed. He's only been in the role for like. It's less than 12 months. Yeah, I think it's 10 months maybe. Maybe even less than that. But he's come in and just flipped the club upside down for so much. Like he's just done so much that I just can't even put into words. Because like since he's been there, we've. We've still got a bit of financial problems, but, you know, we'll get rid of those. We've got Dacos coming in, Lipinski, Big Krugs. We've got a senior mm-hmm. coach who's building a team around him that's just so formidable. You've got a former senior coach in Bolton who I think was so hard done by. Like, it's I not agree. even funny. Like, I think I he could coach senior level and win a premiership. That's just my, that's just my opinion. I mm-hmm. just think it's the Carlton curse. You go in there. You don't win a flag in two years, you're gone. Yeah. Like imagine if Richmond did that to Hardwick. Two years in, he's gone. Like the dynasty wouldn't have happened. But I think Bolton is incredible. And you've got um Leper coming in, he's there. You've got um Selwood. I think he'll I think he'll stay. I think he's actually a good coach. Mm-hmm. 
I think I think he, Graham Wright has built something so good at this club, and we, we won't see it the rewards right away. Yeah, I think twenty twenty three is when we'll really see everything come to light. But yeah, it's it's great. I think what we just need to do now is keep pushing out the old, and just keep bringing in the future. Yeah, and and make it a smooth transition as well. Yeah. Don't. You know, like the, these kids need games, but don't shove them into the deep end. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like... I think like, there's a certain people I think we should. I think Dacos, Nick, you, I think we might have to throw him in the deep end a bit because I, I do feel bad for him. Mm. I think he's been, um, what's this? Can't wait for 20 grand finals for oh, yeah. this track telling him Walsh is better. <laughs> Man, Walsh is a gun. Like, I think it, there's this, there's such a weird commentary around Walsh that. It's either he people just don't rate him, I think, in the media. Mm. You get what I mean? He, there's such this negative view about him. And it's like this year it's changed a bit. But in yeah. the past, it's just been like he's overrated. I'm like, you can't call someone who's been in the system for three years, is it? Yeah. Maybe less than pretty that. Much. I think tw- I think two, it was my year. I think he's 20, 2018. I think he got so drafted. So two yeah. of them are COVID years. So like you can't expect him to be an absolute star yet. And he already is a star. So like, I think the commentary around well, what did he Walsh, finish? He finished fourth in the brown though. Yeah. Or something or fifth in the brown though. Ridiculous. Top ten. Top ten. Like yeah. and that's ridiculous. ridiculous in itself. Like the I don't get the commentary around him. He's a and gun. Like even even with this stuff, like this is why I love Pommy. He's a bit impartial. He's speaking about Dakes. Where is that comment? I wanted to find it. To be fair to you, Pies, well done on getting Gold Coast to pay for Nick Dacos. Mm. That club is a complete me- complete mess, doesn't trade well. I mean this is the thing, though, Pom, with, with this trade. I think it actually was a win-win for both parties. I, I think this genuinely was a win-win because they weren't going to get into this draft, Gold Coast. Um, they couldn't think, afford it. I think yeah, this draft is the out. first draft in years where it's actually, I don't want to say doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter because Collingwood's going to get Dacos. Mm. Um, the Bulldogs are going to get Darcy. And then the only yeah. top three pick left Horn. So your top three picks, two of them are already certain at clubs. You get what I yep. mean? And then the further you go down, it's like, I don't know. I just think it's a bit the first time in a while when the draft hasn't really meant as much as it would in previous years. Could Lipinski, could see Lipinski being another Jack Crisp once he gets consistent opportunity, mm-hmm. he could really flourish. I mean, who do you compare him to? doesn't just have to be at Collingwood, but who, who do you think he could you know, come in and, and, and be like? If we're going from I, if we're going from Collingwood, the person that I always see him like is Braden Sign twenty eighteen. Yeah, not Braden Sign now. Braden Sign now is I don't know what's going on there, but twenty eighteen Sign when he was just always at the ball, mm-hmm. um, at the club. Who's playing now? I'd say he's probably. I think he's Cal Brown, but better. Cal Brown's yep. a great player, but I think Lipinski's Cal Brown, but better. But I think if you're looking at the competition. Who do you think? I mean, the one that comes to that... mind is a, is a um, what's his name? Essendon. Darcy Parrish. Yeah, that's it. Darcy Parrish. I was could be say a bit Parrish. like Darcy Parrish. I think, I think if you build him, he could get something there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I'd compare him personally. Like uh, this might be a bit wild, but in a, in a couple of years, he could he could be a bit like Josh Kennedy. In terms of how mm-hmm. at Sydney, you know, in terms of his story, you know, he couldn't get a gig at, um, you know, at the Dogs. It was the same with Kennedy when he was at Hawthorne, and then he moves, you know, across to, 
to Collingwood eventually. Um, he's an inside mid. No, he, he wins the ball. He's a shoveler. He's got very, very clean disposal, which is what I like about him. We mm. need good kicks. We need good oh, kicks. We it we, has to be a priority. We have maybe um, one good kick in the entire team. Yeah, I know. And uh, and I think it's it's good backup for Taylor Adams because we don't mm. have a player like him. You know what I mean? Like no, a, we don't. a guy that can really do that job other than Sire, but he's always injured. Yeah. He's out of form. So, you know, I, I think this is the bargain of the trade period. Mm, I, I think. I think if I think if anything it, under 40, pick 40, like in that in that region, I think it's yeah. a bargain for him. I think, I I think mean, it'll be our 58 pick. I think that will get done. I think it's going to get done because then they're just going to say, all right, we'll walk into the pre-season draft and then exactly. they get nothing. They're going so, to, well, I'd rather take a pick 58 and get the points for Darcy and not be absolutely blown away and have a bit more left over than having mm. nothing pre-season. But that's just me. I don't know. Bulldogs might see something in him and then, then offer him big money and he stays. Yeah, no, I don't think. I think he's he's gone. Like he, well, he's can definitely see what coming. he said today on the news. He was like, "I've been drafted to the Pies, and I can't wait to be there." No, like, did I didn't see that? that. Did you see that? He, no, oh, it's, I it's, didn't. On, it's on Luke's Instagram. It's like, I can't wait to be there. Yeah, so they've so probably already done the announcement video and stuff already. Oh, I mean, so exciting, so exciting. Like, I was more, I was actually a bit surprised. Nathan Kruger was the first one to um come to us. I think that was I very straightforward, though, I, wasn't I, it? I, I've always thought it'd be Pat for us. I thought he'd be the first one. We've lost our host. Whoopsies. I don't know what happened there. Sorry. My bad. As I say, I can keep talking. I don't know what for, but I'll keep talking. I accidentally, um, like, I'm on my MacBook, and I accidentally swipe back on my trackpad before I went out. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that. Go on though, as you were saying. I was just saying, like I think I thought Lipinski would be a more straightforward deal. I I literally thought it'd be here's Max Lynch, we'll take him. Like that's what I would do. Mm. I don't. We don't yeah. need Lynch, and I think Lynch is just wasted potential. And the Bulldogs, in my opinion, need a ruck. You know, you can't keep basing your entire ruck on a bloke who gets not even him, Steph Martin. Like I think that's their entire ruck right now. Mm. Like I, well, I, that's, I generally, probably, that's where they got chopped up in the grand final. Yeah, I was going to say, it? if they like had Luke like a Jackson. proper rock, they would have won the grand mm. final. Because mm. they, that Jackson and Gorn just tag teamed him. Yep. And English couldn't smash it either of them. What do you think happens with Will Hoskin Elliott next season? I, I genuinely don't know. Because he's, he's obviously going to stay. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I think he, he stays, but is it. Because I, I think he plays a position where. I think we don't have a like-for-like replacement yet. Mm. I guess you could kind of say Lipinski could go on the wing and act grove up forward if needs be. Because he did I'd say like that. To see him, I'd like to see him go back into the forward line. Like Who, that Lipinski 2018 year, Elliott. he was yeah, yeah Oscar Elliott. I mean, I the compared grand final him. Year, he was just. Oh, he was unbelievable, but I, I compared him a bit to Bailey Fritch, like in terms of his size and the way he plays. Mm. Like he's he's not a physical guy. Bailey Fritch isn't a physical guy. You know, mm. he's not like busting packs. He's just smart and, and he's got good leg speed and he's and he's a finisher. Yeah, I guess I'd like to guy. see him go back up there. I think with the right coaching staff, if we use him properly, he's a good player. I, I just mean, think we have too many forwards now. We're, like, yeah, I know. We're, we're, we're in this, so we've got. I, th- I think our forward line next year is Brody, 
Um, mm-hmm. You've got Ash Johnston. I think he'll be thrown in there straight away. Yeah. I think yeah. he'll be in there. You've got Ginny or Ginnivan, yeah. however you want to say it. Bo, there's you already got four. And then you put Darcy in there probably. I think Cameron gets an instant start. And then Kruger. Mm-hmm. So you got six there. Yeah. So I think Hoskin Elliott probably doesn't have a spot in the team. If he's we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it depends on preseason. And mm. I, I, I reckon we'll probably see in the preseason a lot of the younger guys get a run mm. um, and see how they do. Hopefully we see heaps of Bash Johnson, heaps of Kruger. I think, if see whether they're standard. I think if he didn't get injured, he would have played. He just, 100%. He just did his finger. So I think, I think he's definitely starting. I, 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 I personally think that they should just start everyone who they think will be in the next premiership team. Because I think the team we have building now, like you don't add anyone else, is just the team you have the flag with. That's my opinion. Well, that's what we've got to prioritise. And mm. like we debuted nine kids mm. this year or nine guys this year and Anton Tohill's the only one and maybe – He's probably the only one that's what definitely not playing now. Yeah, he's gone. But then we we still got Reef to come next year. We'll have Nick Day Cost debut. I think Yusuf Liam. Dib- yeah, Yusuf Dib- Liam thought. McMahon. Um, I, I don't know about you though, and like Pommy keeps commenting. He, wait, let me find it. It was something. Daycos is miles ahead of Horn. Horn's great, but it doesn't win you games in AFL football. He'll provide the winner. Dacos will do dust and things and have a 10 min spurt and you win. I mean, oh, I'm getting so excited. I'm I think so excited. I, 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 the thing with Horn is, I think because North Melbourne automatically get the first pick, mm-hmm. there's no point bidding on Dacos and there's no point going for Darcy. So, would this we conversation. Two, if we had pick two, I think they should, but we yeah. don't. But we go on. So exactly. So it's this conversation around um, Horn just purely because they know he's going to be pick one. So they're hyping him up a bit in the media. You get what oh, I mean? He's an, he's an exceptional player. Like we can't deny it. it's him and Dacos who are one and two, but there's no point even us, I mean, not us, Kangaroos or Giants even bidding on Dacos or it's just, I don't know. I mean, could he slip to pick four? Not for me. I, I I don't think so, but it's possible because again, yeah. there's there's no there's no point taking him because Collingwood will take him. So yeah. what, whatever he goes, the Pies will come in and say, "Here's here's the points you need." He's out. We've got him now as well. That's the thing. Like yeah, like even even if we muck around confused. a bit and yeah. get rid of pick twenty two, we're we're sweet. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. I think I don't know. I, I think we should keep twenty two because I think that's where Dib's going to end up. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh you reckon line. pick twenty two? Yeah, I think I think so. I think some club will just play with him a bit yeah, just to I get us to go early. A lot of a lot of the the experts are tipping, you know, that he'll, he'll slide to forty. I think Tom Morris said it the other day, but I don't know. Oh, like, I trust Tom Morris. He he's, he he always gets it right somehow in the end. I mean, he's got the he's got that quarter exclusive. He's the one who, mm. who pulled that out. So. I mean, who do you think will be the next president? Actually, who do you think it will be? Have you have you said that tonight? No, I, I, we were speaking about it. Um, I mean, it's hard to go past Jeff Brown. Like as sad as as sad as it is, That's um, I, I don't, I don't know. It, like I'd love liquor. Like everyone knows, I love liquor. Mm. I wish it was him, but I don't know 
if he's up to it. Um, I don't know if that's I what think, he wants to do. I think something's definitely happened. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, think Cord yeah. has stepped down on his own accord. I think it's no. If you Lickard read the article, Murphy have come in and said, okay. Yeah, I, I'd this. like Murphy as well. I wouldn't mind Murphy. I think Murphy would do a good job. I'll be honest. I want any anyone but Brown. Like, yeah, Brown has just caused so much drama this year. It's just like, yeah. mate, calm down. Like, it's. it's I, I, I would love Christina Holgate to get it. You know. I'd love a true. female president. I'd I, love I just, a female president. I think she'd be fantastic in it. Yeah. She, she genuinely loves the pies. Like, it's her club. And it just mm. it just makes sense to give it to her. I mean, why not? Why not? Swanee. Swanee for Prez. Swanee for Prez. Can you imagine Can you imagine Oh, my gosh. I was actually watching his black and white show the other day, and I was just pissing myself laughing. Like, he's hilarious. He's, he's a character. So, he's a he's character. A character. He's an absolute uh, nuffy on Twitter, but oh, like, I, was, I was gonna say, I was gonna speak uh, about another nuffy. Oh, what, mate. Captain twenty twenty two. Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, what I'm the advocate. The chat for, think? Yeah, what do people in the chat think? Please, I do, think it'll. Do I think it'll be know. Darcy. You reckon? Yeah. <sighs> I, I, everyone says Taylor Adams, but I've just got this weird feeling that they're gonna I give mean, it to Darcy. To, to I'd make love him stay. That. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love Darcy Moore. I think he's perfect. He appeals to so many people. You know, he covers every single base. He's so well-spoken in the media. Um, That's the thing that I love about him because you need to be that when you're the Collingwood captain. Yeah, you're, you're going to cop it more than anyone. Than anyone else, yeah. Mm. And I think I, um, to make him stay is just ill. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against him and Adams as co-captains. I think that would be good. I think that would be good because Tay's a little bit older, and and mm. you know, I've got a couple guys that I know that are in the VFL system. And when Tay was injured this year, the amount of work he was doing behind the scenes apparently mm. was incredible. Like he's a he's a real clubman, so mm. I'd love him to get it too. And but I'd like them to have the co-captaincy. Obviously, when Adams hits, you know, 31, 32, whatever it may be, in a couple of years' time, he steps away and then it, Darcy Moore is Collingwood. Yeah, I, like, I, there's I, no I one, agree, yeah. There's no one other than Scott Pendlebury that I'd rather have as the face of the pies. Like, if if I searched up Collingwood and the first name that came up was Darcy Moore, I would be so proud, mm. so proud. I, I, would, I would also love to see him Quainer as some sort of captain. I think mm. he has potential to lead this club forward. He he's so well spoken. Yeah, he's, he he represents everything that's good about the club now. Mm-hmm. I think he I think he'd be a great future leader. Yeah, but he's still he's still a bit young. I think after Darcy though, there's you got Quainer, you got Bianco. Oh, Bianco Nick, would be unreal, wouldn't he? You got Nick Dacos. and Bianco captain the side that had Rail in it. It had um. Anderson, I think that was in that side, wasn't yeah. it? The Oakley Chargers yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were all in that side, mate. All of them. Quite Bianco was their captain and got um won the premiership. Yeah, did didn't he get best on ground? I think. I don't. I don't know. I don't know to be honest, but I think he's going to be. Mate, he, he sabotaged all his interviews to get to Collingwood. That's how that's how bad did he, he wanted to play for Collingwood. He did not want to go to any other club. He I went pick forty eight. Yeah, I, did, I knew that. I, every, everyone kept going. He's going to kill. Oh, next round, Bianco's going. What? He was predicted to go out. like top fifteen. Like he was predicted to be really high in the draft, and 
he went to Collingwood. He wanted Collingwood so bad, he wouldn't have played for any other team. And Ned, thank God we have him because he's a it's superstar. It's a Ned guy special, that one. A, oh, I mean. It's just, it's just one good thing he did. Oh, that's, that, that's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. That's a bit mean. <laughs> he, did, he did more fan, than but... one good thing. Well, that's, 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 mate. We could speak another hour and a half about that guy, I'm sure. I just think he was a, what's the word? He was just a, in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong time. You know, he was the one who had to cop. He, he got told, hey, look, you got to get rid of three players. Here's a list of the people in the highest contracts. Take your pick. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a pretty shit hand to be dealt. Oh, absolutely. Good luck. I and mean, I guess it, in, in, in the long run, I guess they haven't, I don't know. I was going to say they haven't cost us too much, but, you know. I mean, Trelaw and Stevens and, um, and Phillips. I mean, I, f- I forget about Phillips all the time. Like, he was just mm-hmm. a that, – that didn't really bother me at all. I mean, Trelaw, obviously, watching him in the grand final hurt a little bit. Mm. Stevenson, I couldn't care less. Have fun at North. Yeah, he's you know, a bit of a, a, he's, not, he's not my favourite character anyway, to be no, honest. No. Well, I wonder if he'll even be playing next year, you know. We'll see what happens. He's, right, he's made his opinion. Yeah, are we done? No, no, I'm I'm just thinking I'm probably gonna head off soon. I um Yeah, for sure. I it's late. I'm in desperate need of a leak and yeah, fair enough. An hour and forty um, three hours for. Yeah, yeah, it's been a That's while, man. But no, nah, I was literally gonna finish up and I'm so glad you popped in because that was a awesome chat and we will speak again soon. Yeah, mate, next time I'll definitely be on sooner at a yeah, uni nah. thing I had to go to. Oh, me too, earlier. So, but yeah. Oh good man. Take it easy. See you Have soon. Have a good one, mate. See ya. You too. Love Al. Love having a chat to him. Such a level-headed guy. Um, so respectful with his opinions. You know, everyone that came on tonight, thank you so much for coming by. For the people that have been in the chat this whole time, you know, I can see you all. Jeremy, Tomo, Carlson's been here all night. Kobe's in here. Some new guys that I've never seen. Lyndon, Sean, Kev, the guys that are always here. Um, thank you guys so much. Like, I really do appreciate it. And then, you know, this is something that I've just done on my own and giving it a whirl and um, it's been heaps of fun. So yeah, if you haven't seen the podcast that we did last week with Swoop Luke, do check that out. That's my last video um, that we did. We've also done a couple other discussion sessions, which were, you know, really good chats and a lot of good stuff was covered. So, you know, definitely do check those out. If you get the chance, if you're not subscribed to the channel, please do subscribe. Um, It helps me out if you like the video as well. And yeah, um, hope you enjoyed this episode of Collingwood Discussion. Hopefully, we'll have another podcast out soon. Hit me up with some topics if you do have any. Also, if you want more updates, do follow me on Twitter at Lachlan underscore Gomma. That's where I do everything. The link is in the bio for my Twitter. I update everything there. I post about what I do on a day-to-day basis and obviously all my Collingwood opinions as well. Um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, for the last time, check out the podcast that we did with Luke. It was awesome. Had heaps of fun doing it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Take it easy. Peace out. Love you all. Ladies.